1: Hello and welcome to the Middlesex County Cricket League podcast. My name's Dan Huff from Twickenham. Um, The season's ended. We we know who's gone up, we know who's gone down. Um, We're all um, taking a a few deep breaths and reflecting on what's happened. Um, And one of the things that we're going to do through the winter is talk to various people who've played either in the County League this season or in seasons gone by and try and unpick their brains a bit, find out what they made of the experience, um, and, and just get get a feel for what it's been like to be out there at the um, at the cutting edge of county league cricket uh, this season. or very recently, so I'm going to be doing that alongside um,
2: Salmon Ali from North London. Sal, how are you? Are You well? I'm yeah, William Dunn, very well. Just looking forward to our guest tonight, who's uh made sort of many headlines in this season at, at the club this year. So we let, I'll let you um, reveal who it is. Sure, yeah. Well, we're, we're really pleased to be um, speak to Joel Curtis
1: from Crouch Ends. Now, for those who don't know, um, well, if you don't know how many runs Joel scored, you've not been listening to the podcast very often because we've we've mentioned his name pretty frequently. Um, if we've got our stats right, 18 innings for Crouch End this season, the small matter of 1,242 runs, uh, the, an average of 82.8, 350s and just the 600s. So um, I think by any standards, that's a, a pretty phenomenal season in the Middlesex County League so Joel welcome on board yeah thanks for having me guys thanks for the intro (laughs) we have bigged it up a lot there haven't we but I mean there's plenty too big up it's been a brilliant season silly question to start with have you
0: enjoyed it absolutely I I love my time (laughs) at Crouch and that's they're a great bunch of lads and to play some good cricket at the same time it's um, been a very good summer along with good weather as well yeah, the weather's been off the radar, hasn't it? Um, eighteen innings is not many
1: people get eighteen innings in a season because, of course, the great British weather weather does its thing. First question I was going to ask you, Joel. I mean, listeners will immediately pick up um an Antipodean accent. Can can you tell us a bit about your background? Um, wh- where did you start playing? Who was your first club? Um, you know, what sort of level have you played at in Australia?
0: Yeah, so I obviously grew up grew up in Perth, Western Australia. Um, on the other side of Australia to most people. Um, but, yeah, just grew up from a young age playing cricket um, in the summer, Aussie rules in the winter like most Aussies. Um, and then, yeah, started my local sort of competitive cricket at Perth Cricket Club um, when I was about, well, I started from 13 in that, in that uh, league and then moved to Perth when I was about 15 years old um, from another club. And, yeah, been there for about, four or five years and made my way into the first grade setup up um, at the club and sort of just found my feet there a bit and then had my first season over here in 2019. And in terms of Perth's sort of performances over recent years,
1: been, been successful teams or have you, have you struggled in the league or where have Perth fitted in in the, in the comp?
0: Um, yeah, we've always had a very strong team, um, very strong club the last sort of... Uh, five to seven years um, even before I was there um, but yeah struggled to win any win any cups but um, always in the final setups um, and last season we made it through to the semi-final but lost and yeah it's always been sort of a um, yeah strong club since I've
1: been there Competitive side, you mentioned Aussie rules. I was intrigued to know what people do outside of cricket, really. So, is, is that the second love or rugby league, maybe? No, or is Aussie rules where it's at?
0: Uh, in Perth, Aussie rules, um, over on the east coast around Sydney and stuff, they're big on their rugby, but not so much in Perth. It's mainly, yeah, cricket in the summer, um, and Aussie rules in the winter. I always grew up
1: thinking that was a Melbourne Victoria game, that's obviously not, not the case anymore, then, though. No?
0: Aussie rules. No. Yeah. No, uh, it's pretty big all all around Australia. Um but yeah, it's it's a big sport over there.
1: you and Aussie Rules, man.
2: No idea anything about that sport. No, <laughs> I I've got a friend actually, he was over from Australia and he loved it. He's every Saturday it was his morning of just in you know, whatever time they start, eight nine in the morning, UK time. TV switched on, and just sat there for like three or four hours watching, watching the, watching you know the comps. All I
1: know is they're all bloody big units, aren't they? they are. you, yeah. you, you got to be pretty big and strong to play that game. Um, good. So, in terms of coming over to England, had you been over to England before you came to play cricket, or was the the cricket experience the first time that you you, you got to the UK?
0: Yeah, it was the first time. Um, so, my mum was actually born in Liverpool, um, and they her dad was got was, out as quick as she could <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I i now know why but um she was one of those uh 10 pound poms i believe um so they ah. fl- they got their family over to Oz. and um but yeah so came over here um with a british passport um obviously you heard of other cricketers doing it and yeah 2019 was my first season um of cricket and i ended up here through um a good mate of mine and my um, coach and mentor, Tom Scolet, who introduced me to Crouch End. And what were your first experiences
1: of, of Crouch End and the Shepherd's Cot? Because there aren't too many places in England where you've got, how many clubs are there in the cot? 90 or whatever it is. And you've got loads of clubs all right next to each other. But of course, there's independent entities. And I don't recall seeing anything quite like that in the UK. What do what you make of it all when you arrived? It's cricket and hotbed, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it was, it was very um, interesting, obviously. Um, coming into London, it's a it's a pretty big eye opener from someone from Perth, and to see everything going on. And I actually really enjoy um, Crouch End as an area. Um, it's sort of like its own little hub in London, where you get some you've got some nature and sort of some nice walks you can go around, and obviously a few cricket clubs as well, which is cool. Absolutely. And when you came over in
1: 2019, that was then. Tom was was Tom a croit end of that stage or, or
0: Yeah, so the plan was for me and Tom to both play in the first team. Um, but there was something wrong. Uh something happened with the uh the passports and um yeah he was playing first team, I wasn't able to play in first team, so about halfway through the season I I knew someone up north and went and played up in the Bradford Premier League for Putty St. Lawrence for half a season. Oh yeah, so did half season up there, and then yeah, then COVID happened, um, and then was obviously keen to come, get back as Crouch End. Um, obviously, we done pretty done pretty well in the league, and um, I really enjoyed the club, so I, I wanted to get back and play for Crouch End um, as soon as I could. And what do you make of the Bradford League? Because the, the Yorkshire leagues have got a reputation for being very strong. Yeah, it was it was a very strong. Um, competition, um, and it, it's a bit different compared to London. Like the, I guess, like I wouldn't say it's much better than a prem side here, but the wickets you play on are, are definitely harder, which um, make the conditions a bit tougher as well as a batter especially
1: harder as in not not so well prepared or a bit bit wetter maybe. I mean, the climate is, so they
0: say, a little bit damper up north. Yeah, a bit of a bit of everything. The weather's. Yeah, it's it's um rains a bit more. The the wickets are a bit green, probably a bit yeah softer, makes it a bit hard for the batter. Joe, I want to ask you. So, come coming to this season,
2: um, and what was your I mean, did you have individual sort of targets you wanted to achieve, or what was sort of like the goal of playing Premier cricket for action this year?
0: Yeah, I wasn't too sure what to expect, to be honest. Um, but I mean, I worked closely with Tom Scullan. He Obviously, he's been successful in the Middlesex League um, throughout his career. And he said, yeah, like set a goal of averaging 50 and um, sort of I was thinking around maybe a great season would be like 800 runs or so. Um, And then, yeah, just was able to string a few innings together early doors and it sort of just went from there, to be honest. So off your first century this year? I'm not sure that was against, but I'm sure you do
2: you know yourself. Um I mean that was obviously the springboard for your season to sort of kick into gear, wasn't it? Um I mean did you did you, did you feel there was there's more centuries in the making as you sort of progressed along during the season?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um it was quite funny actually. The first two games I I failed and then um I ended up playing this Sunday friendly um yeah. I couldn't say what standard it was, but... That's um, Sunday cricket in England for you, Joel. It, <laughs> yeah. A mix. And I I got a 100 in that game. And I, I don't know, maybe it was something in that, but after that, that's when I went on that um, roll. I got um, four hundreds in a row, one including a cup game. Um, and then, yeah, but after the first one, I think... It sort of just gave me that confidence and belief in myself again. And um, I think every innings after that, I sort of walked out thinking I'm going to get 100. So it sort of, yeah, definitely um, made something click for sure. And don't tell me you
1: don't know the answer to this question because I just don't believe you if you tell me you don't know. How many hundreds have you got in your career?
0: Um, I actually don't know.
1: Oh, no way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I actually don't know. I think it would be. Rough feel? It would be between 20 to 30, I reckon. OK. Yeah. I remember
1: once speaking to a player in the county league who should remain unnamed, and I said, I remember that 149 night out you scored against Weybridge, and he genuinely couldn't remember it. And <laughs> if I scored 149, I, I'd be telling everybody about it every day of the goddamn week. But, uh, it wasn't and I me, thought, down, wow, was it? it wasn't you, Sal. No, no I no, revealed no. to the world it wasn't you. Oh. But, uh, but 20 to 30. And what about Crouch season? I mean, you finished third, and obviously you look at it on paper, won the league last year, finished third this year, it looks like it's not been as good a season. But Sal and I have said enough times on the pod that de- defending your title in a tough league is really hard. And given that, I mean, I'm sure folks would have wanted to retain the title, but third still must represent a good season, no?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think we were talking about it. Um Harry, the captain, was talking about it at the end of the season. And um even though we we finished third, we we felt like we had a, or they felt like they had a better season than the, the time that they won the league, um, just in terms of the games we won and the type and how we improved in the red ball as well. Um, so yeah, we definitely all felt like we improved, which is what you want as a someone defending the league. Um, and especially for the young side we have, we definitely um, play out of our depth, I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's interesting because the, the the challenge of our competition, and I don't think it's the same in Australia, is of course you've got two formats as well, haven't you? you you're playing basically two different games of cricket. Yeah, um, and do you think are better at one of those formats? Uh, and if so, why?
0: Um, I th- we're definitely better at the pink ball stuff. Um, but- and I think... That's just because many of the boys haven't played much red ball cricket and realizing that how to find that balance in their game um with the type with the time and the situation and how to adapt to different game situations, whereas in pink ball you can sort of just i guess you know what to do, and it's a pretty attacking style game um which suits a lot of our batters and um I think that's the main reason, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, Sam, would you see it that way? Because you, you've said a couple of times you think
1: Craig Chen were better at the pink ball cricket, didn't you?
0: Yeah, and I'm not sure. i just,
2: I mean, you'd think with, with bowling, they have the long, the, the red ball might suit more because they can obviously have bowlers bowling longer spells, but it seems that pink ball sort of suited to their game. Maybe, I don't know, just just the format they've played in the past maybe has helped them, um, having not played a lot in the Prem up until two years ago. Because Prem, you know, did one, did two. Maybe with the, what they've been brought up on and that's what they're used to, but um, you'd think with the attack they have, you know, apps, um natium, you know, sort of balls you can buy long spells that the time format may suit them. But, you know, maybe something that I'm sure they're looking to work on for next season. And it's a strange one because statistically, I know that, that my club, Twickenham, are much better at the Red Bull
1: cricket. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure I know why. I'm not sure if it's just preparation as we go into the seasons. Not not as good as it could be, but definitely statistically, Red ball wise we we're, were much better. I mean, I know that didn't pan out with Crouch End this year in terms of the results in terms against Twickenham, but it's weird. I can't I can't work it out. I, you know, it's one for the long winter nights out to so try and fathom out why we seem to get so many more points in one format than the other. What about your opponents then, Joel? Obviously, you played everybody twice. Um, what's your impressions of what you came up against?
0: Um, it, was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good cricket. Like I feel like if you had an off, sort of, few out like an hour in a game, you, you like you would lose the game because the other team would be able to um, beat you. Um, so I think it was it was a good standard. Like it feels like if you had a off day, like the other team would beat you, so you couldn't really be off the game um, much. And in terms of, I guess, yeah, bowling, obviously. Batting, I feel like a lot of teams, like they had some good batters that um, showed that throughout the season, and um, some good bowling attacks as well. I mean, it looks to us like batters have dominated
1: though this season. The, the, the certainly statistically, there is. I mean, I think you said Sal, four people have got over a thousand runs. Is that right this this season, yeah. which is not something we've seen before? So, um, is that what it felt like when you were playing? And if, if it did, why do you think that is? Is the batting just better than the bowling or is it something to do with the formats or the, or the weather? I mean, the tracks may be in on this.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely to do with the tracks that we're playing on. Um, they're pretty good. And um, I feel like the batters in the league are very strong. Like you have Steve Rangold who's played county cricket um, and Steve McGiffin from Brisbane, who's, I think he's played Big Bash as well. So I think the types of batters that were in the league were um, really strong and um, and I think, yeah, it suits pink ball cricket and I think that there was something to do. I think the boys are complaining about the juke balls this year or a lot of people in the league, how the juke balls are actually different compared to last year. Um, so that could possibly have something to do with it as well. I heard something about that, but I didn't, I didn't really know what to make of it. They were going
1: softer, weren't they? Is that right?
0: Yeah, I yeah, it was something to do with that. They weren't they, they weren't swinging as long and yeah, staying as hard, but
2: Yeah, bowlers always complain, aren't they? Crikey.
0: Joel, so um I mean not
2: I'm sure others know as well, listeners who listen to this, that you were not the only Aussie in the cot this season. You had a Matt Moran at North Mid and Matt Jenkins at Hornsey. Now I gather you have up sort of you know a bit of a friendship there, but also was it like um, on the pitch rivalry taking place? Like who's gonna score the most runs this year at the early stages of the of the season?
0: Um, yeah, definitely built a good friendship, um, with those guys, um, I feel like Aussies sort of, they stick together a bit and, um, yeah, look after each other. So I definitely wanted those boys to do really well, um, for themselves and, um, for their team. But yeah, I know, um, Matt was, he was always asking me how many runs I've scored and, um, we were comparing stats at one stage. Um, so that was, that had some good fun in it, um. But yeah, he obviously had to head home early, but he was having a very good season as well, and um, yeah, definitely built a good friendship with those lads. Did, did you know him before? Not from Perth, No, no. Nah, nah, Max from Sydney and Matt's from Sydney as well. So no, right. I didn't know them. No. So Matt. Um, so talk
2: about stats, uh, Joel. Um, when did you sort of? When did sort of the league record come into your sort of sight or your sort of thinking? You know, I can actually. Um, sort of get close to what Jalpesh, obviously, one of your ex sort of mates achieved two, three years ago. I mean, was that something that was in your mind towards? I'm mean, obviously towards the end. It was, but I mean, when did you start thinking that this could be something I can achieve? It's within my reach.
0: Um, I think uh, it was maybe like just after that halfway mark. Um, Skulls messaged me and was like, "Oh, you, you might you're getting pretty close to like my my record or." some of the guys at the top. So it was definitely in the, in the back of my mind and I used it like a goal to reach. And, um, it wasn't too about maybe three games to go where I was like, Oh, I could probably reach this. And, um, yeah, I, yeah. It was something that I sort of set a goal to, to do. And I think it was, yeah, I needed to get maybe three or four by a hundred runs in the last five or so games. And yeah, was able to do it, which is pretty cool. And if if someone came to you then who's not an Australian who's
1: coming to Britain next season, um, what what would you tell them about batting in England? Admit, you know, you've had a slightly strange season with the weather, but every season's unique. Every season's got its odd odd characteristics. What are the key things as an Australian coming to Britain? Is it sort of is it in your head stuff? Is it about dealing with the? It, it, is the more spin? That's one thing I've heard Australians at my club say in the past. There's more spin bowling mm-hmm. here than there is in Australia. I mean, what, what would be the key things you tell them to look out for?
0: Yeah, you'd ov- obviously first you would have to adjust to the pace of the wickets. Yeah. Um, they're a lot slower, so it's a bit it's a bit harder to drive straight down the ground. I sort of more found myself hitting a bit squarer, mm-hmm. um, and obviously the swing of the ball. Um, it swings a bit more, um but yeah, definitely spin there's a lot more spin that you face, and also the wickets turn a bit more I feel um so I definitely find being more positive and attacking spinners here worked for me um so definitely developing a game against spin, um especially like when you have to face. Lucky I don't have to face him, but Apar, if you have to face him bowling all day from one end, like you're going to have to develop a few shots, whether that's a reverse sweep or a lap sweep to try and manoeuvre the field and put the pressure back on the bowlers. Um, I think that would be the main one.
1: When you go back home to Australia and you look back on your your um, four months in England, what are you going to say? No, I really enjoyed that part of the English game. You know, whether it be. I don't know whether it be the tea, uh, whether it be you know something about actually playing the game that you think no that that
0: works for me that 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 made me a better player or I just enjoyed doing it. Yeah, definitely the t- the teas are a lot better to be honest. Um, we at Crouch End we get a nice um, curry and a sit down meal and it's like that a lot of other clubs as well which I really enjoy. Um, but I just um, really enjoyed Um, the club crouch and um, I guess the environment and the English, the way the guys go about the cricket um, and also the amount of games you play over here as well. Um, It's a lot more compared to, uh, I feel like you play a lot more cricket um, compared to what you do back in Australia. So um, yeah, I think that would be the main ones if I I don't know if I answered your question or not. No, that's and that's
1: interesting because in the West Midlands, I mean, for those who who are not aware, Joel's just come back from playing in, in for Worcestershire at Kidderminster. In the West Midlands League it's twenty two games a season. Is it? So so they're still going. Whether they'll be going, you know, this weekend is another matter, but they're 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 still going. So yeah, they play even more and they have um they have end of season playoffs as well to get into mm-hmm. the Birmingham League. So yeah, cricket coming out your ears at times in in England. And what about the other way? What, what 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 didn't you like much about English cricket? What what doesn't talk to you? What what's
0: what what's just not your way of doing it? It's a bit of a tough one to be honest. I I feel like when you when you love playing cricket you can't really complain much about cricket when you're playing it. Um That's a very diplomatic answer John. I like <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I'm I'm I like sorry. I, I don't well, have I, anything I...
1: bad for it. Well, I'll give you one that I mean, I've heard Australians at my club say, and that's that um, the game's too short. Play over two weekends. G- give us 100 overs or whatever it is in Australia, 90 overs a day, and, and then you'll really be able to test people out. And my response to some of the boys at Twickenham is, you, you can't bat 100 overs. You know, it'd still be the same game, the way you play, um, which may or may not be true. But do you think there's any virtue in that? I mean, I guess there is one issue. Normally, the weather would be a bit of a problem because the weather from Saturday to Saturday can differ. But um, do you think there'll be any virtue in going down that route?
0: Uh, yes and no. Like To be honest, I like the formats here because you get to bat once or twice a weekend. Where in Australia, because of the two-day cricket, if you miss out on a Saturday, the next Saturday you're bowling, and then the next game you could be bowling first. So there's three or four weeks where you're not batting out in the middle, whereas here you're batting yeah minimum twice a weekend, which... For a, for a batter, that's the best practice you can get. So,
1: I guess the idea is you value your wicket more, right? If you're batting in weeks one and weeks four, you don't want to get out in week one. Otherwise, you've got a bloody long time to wait. I guess that's <laughs> the theory.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. And in terms of the other cricket you played, I mean, I mentioned that you've been playing for for, for Worcestershire Twos there, but uh, can you talk to us a bit about the other sort of representative cricket that you've been involved in? What did you make of it and who was it for?
0: Yeah, so I played... Um, a few games for Middlesex twos, um, played a 4 day and a few of the one-dayers. Um, and then, yeah, played a, a – it was meant to be a four-day game, but it, we only got one day because of the weather this week. But, um, yeah, it was actually it was the first sort of long-format cricket I played. So it was a good experience to play some four-day cricket um, and just test my, I guess, skills and, I guess, my mental capacity for – for cricket and different game situations and um, I guess, yeah, better standard of um, bowling and players that you're versing. So, yeah, it was definitely a good experience. Um, it was something that I had a goal of doing uh, when I came over here before the season. Um, so, yeah, hopefully I can play some more.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's always good to take these opportunities, isn't it, when they when they arise? You never, you can't predict it's going to rain three days out of four. That happens, but um, but yeah, you know, give yourself a chance to bat and bowl against good players seems like a sensible idea to me. Um, last sort of question, but from me anyway, before we go into the, the, the a few quickfire ones at the end, is about um, the, the the future. So you're going to go back and play in Australia? Um, what happens then? Is, is England on the radar again for 2023, or is it too soon to tell?
0: Um, yeah, it's definitely on the radar. Um, yeah, the plan is to go back and try and have a similar season, um, back in Perth and see what opportunities I can create there. Um, and then also, yeah, I've got a British passport. So the plan is to come back and, um, try and, I guess, find a, find a County where I'm successful at, um, and try and make my way into a, um, a contract and, yeah, to play the best cricket I can. Yeah. And so might that, in, uh, I don't. Want, you don't have to say yes or no
1: directly, but might Crouch End be on the radar again in 2023?
0: Um, I haven't thought about it too much, but yeah. um, if I'm playing in the Middlesex League, it would definitely be Crouch End. Sounds logical to me. Uh, Sal? <laughs> just want to ask you
2: um, a bit of bad news here, Joel. So um, there's one record you didn't break, which is really close to breaking, which I'm sure is a way of the, um, the most centuries. Now, if me and Dan was battered in your situation, we would have just got, you know, five singles or four singles down <laughs> I ground. know where you're going here. But, I mean, I watched both the shots you played. Was, it was agonising, wasn't it? I mean, I think both caught in a boundary. Um, in the two games, you got the 90s. So, um, what were the scores that, that Joel got? So I'll just remind you. You got 90... Was it 98,
0: Joel, and 94 in the two games against
2: North yeah, Mid? It and
0: was, the other team now it was um, 94 against Stanmore and then 98 against North Mid, Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, was your intention just to keep playing the way we've been playing all innings, Or did you not think, like, I'll bat like Dan and Sal and just get five singles <laughs> down the ground and race my bat that way? Uh, the 94, I thought about that when I was um, sitting in the change rooms after I got out. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It was just, a, it was just it was something there, that happened. It and, yeah. yeah um, probably, I guess, you always think about changing. You can't change it um, after it's happened. But, yeah, it's a little bit frustrating because... I wasn't really thinking about the hundreds. I was thinking about batting to the end of the overs and making a big not out score. So, um, but yeah, it is what it is. I guess. Well, I yeah. think we found the weakness, Joel. Just the weakness is the
1: nineties. You know, rubbish <laughs> in the nineties. I mean, every cricketer <laughs> in the world would take that one, wouldn't they? If they, <laughs> yeah. their weakness is in the nineties. Yeah, um, exactly. Next season, great Joe. stuff. There was one. Of, did Crouch end go on tour, Joel? I don't know if they do. Do they, Sal? Have you? Because cricket <laughs> think, tours in England are—they are, are, they are well.
0: Mate to do yeah. Jersey, don't they, Jim, Joel? Oh, which we went on to—I guess we, we had a pre-season one to Jersey, um, played a few games, and then we did a midweek tour or boys' holiday to Marrakesh, which was good fun as well. Marrakesh, oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, interesting place. Yeah.
1: actually <laughs> yeah. because no, tours in England are a bit of—I um, wouldn't say they're sacrosanct, but they're, you know, they're, they're things that clubs love to do. Uh, they bring the club together uh, often, lots of the stuff is you know completely off the record, and you know, but people are sleeping in the gutter. Oh, goodness knows what they're doing, but um, but yeah, certainly, I think cl- club tours, uh, I'm glad they keep going. And I know Alexander Park, who of course, not too far from Crouch End, that they, 70 years they've been going to the same place as Sal, I can never remember it what it is, you know, maybe longer than that, it'll,
2: it'll, yeah, longer, yeah. yeah, good stuff. Yeah, um, Joel, we'll move
1: into our quick fire 10 questions, right? Um the way we've done this in the past, um, and, and those people listening to the pod regularly will know, the first answer that comes into your head is the best answer. Okay, even if later on you think, "Oh, crikey, I shouldn't have said that," it's still the best answer. And um, so we've got ten, and, and any thoughts you have on any of these would be great. So I kick off, Sam. Go for it, Dan. Simple one to start with. Favorite cricketer of all time? Adam Gilchrist. Ah, uh, Perth boy. Yeah, yeah, because
2: he's was batting or his keeping. Both, or yeah. both, yeah. Change the game. Absolutely. Actually, did you know, Joe? he played in this league when he was 17 for mm-hmm. Richmond?
0: I did hear, yeah, Adam Gilchrist played in this league, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Do and you not know, what I think, think? I think a lot,
1: a lot of people neglect the fact that he was a bloody good wicketkeeper. They just see him revolutionising the number seven position, coming in and whacking it. But how good was he against Warren? And people forget that. They just
0: see him standing there catching the ball. But mm-hmm. as a keeper, brilliant as well, right? Yeah, and to take over um Healy's job as well. So, um, yeah, pretty impressive what he did. Yeah. And by, from what I can tell, nice bloke as well. From what I can tell, I mean, I'm sure he's got a
1: ruthless streak and all the rest of it, but he comes across as being um, thoroughly engaging. So.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah. And he's got a few good podcasts. Um, him, on, I don't know if you've heard of the Howie Games. He's a, a broadcaster in Australia. He's done a few good podcasts with him, which is really good. When during COVID he came on the Twickenham Cricket Club, um, like social that we had
1: on Zoom, and and he just said, "Oh come on, oh come on," and (laughs) chatting. Obviously, didn't know us, but came on for an hour, chatted cricket. It was like, wow, it's brilliant, it's fantastic. Anyway,
2: number two, Sal, over to you. Okay, Joe. This could be in the UK, Australia, anywhere in the world. What's your favourite ground you play at? The Wacker. Ah, why is that then? Uh, Cult status in the
1: UK, Joel, I don't know if you're aware of this. I think it's those bloody big floodlights. They're massive, aren't they? What Uh, the Wacker?
0: Yeah. Well, the day. It's just a prestigious ground. You grow up watching people play on and obviously the wicket um, is just like, it, it's everything that they say. It's like, oh, I'm a wicket keeper back home and club cricket wickets, you're sort of standing quite close and there you're sort of pushing back towards the, the inner ring. So it's, um, yeah, it's awesome to play at. Now remind me, what's happening with the whacker now? Because it's, it's not the test ground in Perth anymore, is it? Is that right? I don't think so. They're they're revamping it and doing a lot lot of new stuff to the grandstands. Um but I think yeah, the new the new grounds opta stadium, which is an amazing ground as well. So have you played there? No, I played at Aussie Rules match there um a few years ago, but not, no cricket there. In course. In due <laughs> course. You, you'll you'll yeah. get there.
1: Um cool. Number three. What's the favourite match that you've ever played in, both in the UK? And Australia. I guess Australia would be the one that you've got more to choose from. But what's the favourite game that
0: you've ever played in? Um, it would have been... We had this game, I, th- I think it was last last season in in Perth, where we took six wickets for about... I think it was one or two runs and won this game, which was yeah, probably the best game I've been a part of. Um, and in the UK... Um, can't put my finger on it actually, but played a few good games. Where uh, there was a there was actually this one game we played for. I played for Crouchend in 2019. Um, it was a cup game against an Essex team, and we came back and won. That was that was pretty memorable. memorable I can't say that word um, game, but
1: yeah. <laughs> you you could go completely left field. You could mention the Sunday friendly against
0: this low-ranking opposition for kickstarting the season. Yeah, it could be, but I I always like a team win over individual performance. You should be a politician, Joel. You go <laughs> far. I'm telling you, you, go a long way. Um, good
2: girl, Sal, number four. Okay, so you've mentioned performances that you've um, obviously taken part in. What one would stand out against you? So, which individual performance that was? Um, you know, a player played against you is the one that you could sort of remember and think, "Wow, that was
0: amazing." I won't forget it. A player that I've versed, yeah. Um, it was probably the four. Uh, I played um a four-day game against Surrey, um, and it was actually one of their Aussies that were trialing. Um, he scored this very good hundred. Um, that was one of the better innings I've I've seen, um, and also. Steve Rangold, he got 100 against us when we played Stanmore at their ground. That was one of the, the better innings I've, I've seen. Um, and then obviously in Perth, like I get the likes of watching John O'Well's bat every week and he's scoring double hundreds and hundreds on a lot of occasions. So it's pretty good watching him as well. Double 100 in club cricket,
1: I always think is a decent performance. Fair play. Whoever's <laughs> yeah. doing that is doing well. Um, yeah. Good, good. Um, toughest uh, opponent in the county league, or rephrasing that, who's the best bowler you faced? And I don't necessarily mean they are the best bowler full stop, but when you faced them, they were tough. They were the toughest that you came across over the last 18 weeks. And that could be pitch affected or it could be context affected. I could be whatever you want, but who was the toughest,
0: toughest nut to crack? Uh, I was going to say the open, the, the old fella, the opening bowler for Stanmore, um, the left arm. Mark Reingold. Reingold. Mm. Um, but probably, um, well, he is a tough character though, isn't he? Because he just, he's tough to get away. Yeah, absolutely. you don't want to get out to him. Um, The opening bowler for uh, Teddington. The Brewster. Tape, Brewster, yeah. Yeah, he's he's a good bowler. I found it good battle against him, which was which was good. From the Bradford League as well? Yeah, yeah. I remember you mentioned they played up there. Yeah. So, yeah
1: well, I think you're not the only person who found him tough to play against this season. No. He's certainly got a few wickets, didn't he, Sal? So. He did. 40, 40 plus, I think it was, in the
2: end. So, yeah, he did very well. Decent. So over to you, number six. Okay, so Joe, you're the captain of the side now. Um, you've picked your 10 and you've got one more slot available from these two players. Who, who are you going to pick? Is it Tom? <laughs> Tom God, it's not. You can't ask him it like that. Is it going to kill it? Go or, away you go. Or, 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 Appa, or Appa. Who comes in? Tom or Appa for that final spot? Um,
1: The first question is, who the hell are the other 10? Yeah, that's true. But let, let's leave that for another time.
0: Let's assume they've already been picked. It, what in their in their heyday, like the the best form of their career? Just go, yes, yeah, go with that then. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go skulls. Sorry, apps. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lose lose question, isn't it? Because somebody's gonna
1: be offended somewhere. But I mean, you know, t- two phenomenal players. Why do you say skulls?
0: Um, oh, just it's just like a, it would be a a good. Game to play with him, and obviously, he was a great player. Um, and yeah, he's a good mate of mine. Um, he's been my coach and someone that's helped me along my journey a a lot. So, it'd be, um, yeah, I've got to pick him. (laughs) Yeah, tough call,
1: though, isn't it? I mean, we we know that when we ask the question. Number seven, I think this might be a bit more straightforward, although I'm not sure from what you said so far which one you'll necessarily go for. If you had a choice of playing a 50 over game or a time game. Which do you go for and why?
0: Um, A time game. As in the format we play in Middlesex, timed? Yeah, yeah. A time game as I enjoy the the challenge of red ball, cricket, um, the different game situations and the different tactics you have to think about throughout the day, whether how long you're going to bat for. um, And also, yeah, just test everyone's skills for a lot longer um, and you also get to eat twice throughout the day as well. <laughs> now we're getting to it, aren't we? I get it. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Okay, I like that one. Okay. Um,
2: Sam, now I'm sure you've had many players trying to get to your head, Joel, when you've been batting and trying to, you know, uh, fetch your sort of concentration and mental side of the game. So, what's the worst sledge you've had? Which is obviously repeatable, but any sort of bad language is possible. <laughs> It, That's a, most of them gone then. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> Mate, all, the, all the
0: Australian ones gone probably. Um, well, la- last season in Perth, I got I got offered out to have a fight after the game. That's probably the worst one I've had. That's yeah, a cop like that. that is, if you go to physical abuse, isn't it? Yeah, some yeah. some guys get like that a bit, I guess. Yeah.
1: Did I, for the record, Sal, what, my favourite one was at South Hamster when I was playing, where I, 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 an edge, edge one for four, and it, uh, um, the, the bowler will remain nameless. Is that That is the worst 50 I've ever seen in my life. And I just said, Yeah, and I got 44 of them against you. Because <laughs> uh, I'm a bit, I don't know, sort of vainly retentive with the numbers. And he didn't quite know what to say then, because I felt like saying, Yeah, it was pretty average, I grant you, but it came off. Yeah. But anyway, that was, that was one I was quite pleased to, to have remembered at the time. But there we are. Um, Next up, number nine. Right, um, another tough one, but which do you prefer as a game of cricket? The stuff you've grown up with, grade cricket, or the Premier League cricket that you experienced in Middlesex, and why? So, in, no, two questions in one. Which do you prefer, and which do you think is a better standard?
0: Um, I've gr- Yeah, it's definitely um, grade cricket in Perth. It's just, I've grown up playing it... Um, and I think, yeah, it is a a better standard um lucky like I guess like some weeks you might be facing guys like a j ty or guys that played for australia um and and yeah, I feel like it's just um yeah something that I enjoy playing more over there um compared to here, but I think yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's an interesting point as well. Because so Sal, I, I worked out the other day, we've had four, I think it's four, England internationals who've been registered for Twickenham in the Middlesex County League. And you can probably work out how many games they've played for Twickenham. It's a nice round number. Yeah. And there's nothing in front of it. And and we, we, we totally knew that over the course of 15 years or 20 years, this is... Um, And that's, of course, because they play so many goddamn games of cricket in the summer. Why on earth would they come and play Hmm. any club cricket with us? The people who do play, and you know this, Joel, people who do play are often on the fringes of Middlesex's first time. They need the, they're coming back from injury or they need the practice. Whereas I get a feeling in Australia, because there's less cricket played, a game for your club has just got a greater significance than it it would do in England. And it's not a criticism, to be fair, of the players, I get it, but... Hmm. It does mean we, do, we don't get Australians turning up, you know, Australian internationals turning up in um, in club cricket. Have you played against...
0: Who's the biggest name you played against in Perth then? Yeah, probably, like, the likes of AJ Ty, Cam Green, um, those types of players. But, yeah, I think... it Like, and we also... There's a lot more people here. There's more teams. There's less... There's less teams in, in Perth and the team... in the grades over there, so... It makes it stronger, um, but it was, it was something that I was chatting to actually the guys up at Worcester, and their Birmingham League, and they yeah. they seem to have a lot more pros playing in their club cricket com- compared to I guess Middlesex League. So I think that I guess that would be like a big difference as well. A lot more money in Birmingham as well, Joel. From being brutally honest. Yeah. knowing, knowing right.
1: the hood a bit and, and very open you can pay whoever you want as much as you want So uh, and, yeah. you know, and, and clubs do so that, that attracts a certain character as well um, but we've got a tenth question left and
2: it's a big one right and I'm going to leave it to Sal Joel actually before I ask you a quick question on, on the grade stuff in Australia so say for instance you've got Cameron Green um, available on a Saturday to play does he get told to play by Western Australia or will he just say I fancy game cricket and rocks up and plays for his first grade side or his club side
0: um i believe yeah, i believe he would um have to yeah w a would have to let him play and then it would be his choice after that um, whether he play as a batter or um i yeah, i don't think he'll bowl he would just play as a batter but i don't so think he'll be playing he won't be playing grey cricket anytime soon now that his career is where it's at.
1: I think that happens a lot, doesn't it? Bowlers are wrapped a little bit more in cotton Well and I get it. You know, given the unnatural thing that a bowling action is, you got, you got, you don't want to bowl in twenty overs on a Saturday, do you? If you if you've got a championship game on the Monday, so um, mm. I think it's the same in Middlesex, out, isn't it? The batters
2: are more likely to be given, given the all clear to play. Yeah, it's workload. Yeah. So yeah. judging by the fact you said you like time games, and the main reason was because you get two two meals or two times to eat food and. I love my teas as well, Joel. Um, which which, which was your favourite tea? And you can also you know, describe the menu as well if you want to make it even more interesting. Because Sal's going to try and get an umpiring gig there next year, that's what it is. <laughs> writing notes down as you speak. Yeah.
0: Um, it was definitely... I can't go past Krautchen's tea. Well, I was so going to you- say, leave Krautchen out of it, because you, yeah. you can't. It's just not fair, because okay, okay, okay. they're,
1: they're your club. Of the other nine? Mm, um...
0: Stanmore, Stanmore. I'm I'm actually a vegan, so um, they were they were very accommodating um for my requirements and cooked me some nice food, which was very nice of them.
1: Now Sal will not be at all surprised about that because he he's already he's, he's waxed lyrical about Steph Reingold's teas a couple of times on the pod. So well, um, the only one. And- yeah, I'm going to say you're not alone. So I think there's a, a consensus that Stanmore is, is a good place to be eating your, your cricket lunches and cricket teas. Um, all good. Joel, it's been been great talking to you um, and, and great getting sort of insight as what well. it's like coming and playing cricket in this country. Um goes about the same. Wish you, wish you well in, in, in the winter and in, in next summer. Um, and of course, next summer might not be a bad summer to be here because um, the international cricket looks quite interesting, doesn't it? Have I got it right? Australians in town next summer?
0: They are, yeah. The, the ashes, yeah. The ashes, yeah. I, I think, mm. I, I think it is. So yeah, I have bad memories from last time I was here in 2019. So hopefully it's well, a different story.
1: Because so, so please come back. We we can repeat them all being one well now. I'm not, <laughs> not, I'm not not sure we can, but um, but yeah. I mean, I hope to see you back in Middlesex next um next year. If we don't, then obviously um you know we'll follow your progress with great interest because you've had such a, a, a phenomenal year this year and um, and um yeah uh, don't forget us when you're when you're rich famous and opening the batting for Australia in the what will it be 2027 ashes right
0: <laughs> yeah thank, thanks a lot for having me guys I appreciate you having me on good stuff cheers Joel thanks Joel speak thank to you again. soon guys bye bye bye